Okay, good evening everybody. It is an absolute uh, zuchus to be here learning with everyone on this beautiful Thursday evening. I'd like to thank uh, our generous sponsors of tonight's shir, my very dear in-laws, Richard and Mary Chandler, who sponsored in honor of the upcoming bar mitzvah, their grandson Moshe, who's here. Uh, Moshe also deserves a big yashikoff because not only uh, does he come, his coming is L'Shem Shemayim, because often when there's leftover food, we bring it home. So he's not coming for the food because he'd get the food anyways. And he comes and he, uh, he sets up, I don't even ask him, he does it with, uh, with a smile. And uh, we hope, Richard and Mary, that you'll have much nachas from your grandson, all your grandchildren, and even your son-in-law. And even your son-in-law. So thank you, thank you. And the learning tonight will be a, a zuchus for Moshe to grow up to be a big time chacham. I want to welcome as well my, my very dear parents who slept here uh, for the shear. I think also L'Shem Shemaim because they didn't need anything. And uh, hopefully you'll have loads of nachas as well from your mishpacha. Uh, so as many know, we have Moshe's bar mitzvah is, uh, is next week. Uh, next Thursday is the actual bar mitzvah. And there's a Shabbos. You should have received an invitation in the mail. If you didn't, here's the invitation. Uh, Shacharis next Shabbos, 9 o'clock. Hopefully the speech will be good, and there will be a kiddush after davening, and everyone is invited. And I thought I would take some time to research uh, what exactly is the Bar Mitzvah. Is it really such a Jewish concept to have a, a celebration of the Bar Mitzvah? What is it? Is it just a celebration for the Bar Mitzvah boy and his family? Is there an element of simcha for everyone else? Some people are throwing extravagant uh, Bar Mitzvahs. What's the place for that? It's not even in the Torah, which is interesting. Brismila is in the Torah. There's no mention of Bar Mitzvah in the Torah. Some say when Avram Avinu made a, a Suda of a, a Yigmal, right? The Torah, the Torah says um, he made his big Suda with Yitzchak. Maybe the Medrash talks about Bar Mitzvah. In the Torah, there's no Bar Mitzvah. What exactly is it? You do find, I saw some interesting stories of uh, big people, Gedolim, who kind of downplayed Bar Mitzvahs. They asked the Chavetz Chaim, how come the irreligious, this is already in, in, in Poland, in the early 1900s, the late 1800s, the irreligious, the Chilonim, would make massive bar mitzvahs. Right? You see this now sometimes in the news, famous uh, celebrities are throwing these crazy bar mitzvah parties with stars and athletes and, and people who stand against everything about the word mitzvah, but they're making these... So they asked the Chavetz Chaim, why is it that some of the irreligious are making these big, massive bar mitzvahs, but by the religious, they don't make such a big deal. The Chavetz Chaim said, because by the irreligious, so the bar mitzvah is the one day in his life he's going to wear tefillin and David. So it's the one day you're going to make a big party. But for us, you take a look at the second paragraph in source, in source number one, we're not going to read the whole story inside... He says, Not so the religious. It's the first day he wears tefillin. Okay, by us, many people have the custom a month before. But it's the first day he wears tefillin. From that day on, he'll wear them his whole life. There's no reason to make such a big... Tumult makes such a big deal. <clears throat> Every day, his whole life is a bar mitzvah. That sounds like what I say on Mother's Day, which is 
Every day is Mother's Day. It comes from the Chafetz. It comes from the Chafetz Chaim by the religious. Every day is Bar Mitzvah. What's the What's the big deal? He's downplaying a Bar Mitzvah. Someone came to meet the the Satmar Rebbe, and he was very rushed. He said, "I have to run. I'm going to a Bar Mitzvah." <clears throat> so the Satmar Rebbe said, "Is it an Americana Bar Mitzvah? Is it an American Bar Mitzvah, or is it a regular Bar Mitzvah?" He said, "What do you mean?" It's, he goes, well, if it's an American Bar Mitzvah, you have to be there right on time. Because if you're late, you miss the whole thing. But if it's a regular Bar Mitzvah, you're late. The Bar Mitzvah is just the start. They'll, they'll, you'll celebrate the Mitzvahs the next day. They both seem to be downplaying, um, downplaying Bar Mitzvahs. The flip side is you actually see in source, if you turn the page, in source number three, the Yamshel Shlomo, the Marshal. The Yamshel Shlomo, I, I think 1500s, Precedes the Ramah. The Ramah, Ramosh Israelis, the Ramah in Shulchan Aruch, gets a lot of his halacha from the Yamshul Shlomo. The Yamshul Shlomo writes, Visudas bar mitzvah, Shosim Ashkenazim, the Suda of a bar mitzvah, Lechaora seemingly, and listen to these words, Ein Lecha Seudas mitzvah Gedola Mizu. There's no greater Seudas mitzvah. We have, we have a bris milah, we have a pidyon ben, we have a chasana, we have a, a hachnasa sefer Torah, we have a siyum, we have a lot of pseudos mitzvahs we, liked, we like to eat. Ein lecha seudas mitzvah gedol mizu. Now I'm not saying it's a contradiction between the Yamshel Shlomo and the Chavetz Chaim, but while the Chavetz Chaim and the Satma Rebbe seem to be downplaying the celebration of the bar mitzvah, the Yamshel Shlomo, which is a halachic source, says that you don't have, you don't find a greater seuda, a greater celebration than that of a bar mitzvah. So what, why? What is it? What's, what's so great? What are we really celebrating? So I'd like to share really two approaches. One I think is, is pretty intuitive, and we'll try to add a, a new twist uh, to it. But it's something that we all can relate anytime we're at a bar mitzvah. And it comes from the Ben Yishchai. The Ben Yishchai in Source 5 writes something very beautiful. He's talking about, the father says the bracha of Baruch Shep Tarani, and then on the second line, right after the three little dots, the Ben Yishchai writes, V'yishtadel lasos seuda le'ohavim v'reim. You should make a, a meal, a party, for your, your friends and your loved ones. The Yasmin Ba Tamidikhamim invite scholars. We'll come back to this in a little bit. The Yarbe Bisuda the Simcha Kiyada Shematova Allah. You should add, you should increase, it should be special kafi based on what Hashem has given you, your means. Why? What's so special? Listen to these words. Shisuda Zu, this Suda, he Sanegoria Gidola Al Yisrael. This is the great Defense of Kla Yisrael. What's the great defense? Sheyomru Melitze Yosher. You hear at a funeral, they should be a Melitz Yosher. So those who go to Hashem up in Shemayim, the Malachim, the deceased, who go to Hashem and they, and they defend Kla Yisrael and they beg a Kaddish Baruch Hu to help Kla Yisrael. The Melitze Yosher will go to a Kaddish Baruch Hu and they will say, Ribono Shalom. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Re'ei look at your sons, Kamehim Smechim, Look how happy they are. What are they happy about? They could say to Kaddish Baruch Hu, look at your people. There are hundreds of people 
who are happy. Happy about what? This is actually, Mepharshim say, that Shabina Rav used to say, it's really the one simcha that's completely spiritual. There's no physical element to it. When a bris milah, there's, there's a new baby. Parents now have a child. There's a continuity of the family name, certainly when there's a boy. The name, the name lives on. There's another person in the family. A wedding, the wedding there's, there's, there's a wedding. There's a, new, there's, a, there's a house. Husband and wife can, can be together, can live together, can build a bias name on the Yisrael. What's the simcha of a bar mitzvah? There's no other element. There's no ulterior motive. There's no physical. You're not getting anything. You get a child by the bris. You build a house. You're going to be married now. The bar mitzvah is purely spiritual. So we all are happy. Why are we happy? We're just happy because there's another Jew doing mitzvahs. There's another Jew doing mitzvahs. Unbelievable. There's more, there's more kvot shemayim. There's another mitzvah. There's another limonah Torah. There's another pair of tefillin being worn. The simcha is purely because... Look at your sons, Asher Nichnasim Ba'ol Mitzvah Secha. The Chassam Sofer says something unbelievable. I've quoted this Chassam Sofer at a, at a few bar mitzvahs. What's the first mitzvah that a bar mitzvah does? What was the first mitzvah you did in your, in your, your halachic life? What's the first mitzvah? So it could be Krishma. In fact, in fact the Ger Rebbe says, the Ger Rebbe says that that's why all of Shas starts with what's the opening mission on Shas? Mevisai Korvinet Korvinet Hashma Virus. Now the Pshat is because by air by Boker that start Halachic day starts with night. But the Ger Rebbe said because that's the first mitzvah you do as a Jew is Kriyashma Shalarvis. Now that doesn't always that's not always true. First of all, if a person davens Minchamarv, like I'm going to be careful that next week my son on. Wednesday night, your bar mitzvah is Thursday, right? Wednesday night will not daven mincha mar bizman because then he's, he's not being yotze shma in the proper time. The first mitzvah should be, should be lechachila. He's not going to daven mar until probably 10.10. So is shma necessarily the first mitzvah? So what else could it be? Some say, should be kibbut avim based on your shalmi, Rav Cook says. So right when you become a bar mitzvah, so tzay sakal chavim next week, I don't know, 8, 8.50 or so, 8.55, Moshe, Go get a cup of water for your mother. <laughs> Clean up your room. Set the table for Shabbos. Keep it out of hand. The first mitzvah is keep it out of hand. The Chassam Sofer says, no, no. What's the first mitzvah? What mitzvah is that? So I saw a big Tamil Chacham at Bar Mitzvah this week. I was talking about this. He told me, Amuna. First mitzvah is Amuna. Revenue comes, think about Hashem, Amuna. Look at this Chassam Sofer in Source 7. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. The Amarti, the end of the first line. Shezehu mitzvah rishona shemekayim hanar miyad beknisas shnas yadal betzesak kachavim. This is the first mitzvah that this child will do when he, the beginning of the 14th year, that's his bar mitzvah, at tzesak kachavim, who? Sas v'sameach. He's joyous and happy. Shezoche lekabel o mitzvah sashem elokav. The first mitzvah is a simcha that I have mitzvos. That's a mitzvah? What mitzvah is that? The, don't tell me mitzvah of a gedol, aliyos, but simcha, tell me. That's Rav Nachman Breslov. 
Sam Sofer was not referring to Rav Nachman. He says, V'asimcha imitzah sasei deraisa, la'avdo b'simcha, uvetuv le'elav me'erov kol, it's a pasuk and say for Dvarim. The Sam Sofer says, it's a mitzvah deraisa to be b'simcha. And what's that simcha? That we have mitzvahs. V'amarti, shalom is parish b'torah l'smoach b'yomzeh. Never says that you should be happy on this day this year, Bar Mitzvah. Like Shavuos. Shavu, it never says in the Torah that Shavuos is Zman Matan Torah Seinu. Never says Shavuos is Kabbalah Torah. Why? Because then it's going to be a burden. It should be natural. He says, if you skip down two lines, Ki lo yitachin she yitzave osanu b'mitzvah saseh shenishchayev l'smach b'kabbalah's ol al-tzavarinu. God's not going to command us that this is the day. It is the simcha. We're naturally, organically, automatically full of simcha that we have Torah and mitzvahs. That's the first mitzvah a bar or bat mitzvah for that matter can do when they become a bar a mitzvah to be samech that they have mitzvahs. And the Ben Yishchai says that's the simcha for, for all of us. Why is everyone... Happy, there's, there's another Yid doing mitzvahs. And the Melitza Yosher and Shemayim could say to Kaz look, there, there are hundreds of people, dozens of people, whatever the amount of people are there, are happy only because, Kula Ruchnius, purely spiritual. And Roshomel Zalman says, Roshomel Zalman Arabach says, there's a halachic application to this. Someone asked, what, what, what happens if you have a kid who becomes a bar mitzvah during a Saras Shuva? Is that the right time to have a bar mitzvah celebration? It's often not, not frivolous, but you're dancing to, you know, whatever the popular song, I know, or some of time, they didn't have some of the music that we have today, but they're, they're dancing, you're joyous, it's seriously true, it's a serious time. You're about to have a Yom Adin, Yom Kippur, so should you, should you push it off? We've had bar mitzvahs in the shul during a seriously true, or some of says the opposite. That, that is, what is the simcha? What are, we, what are we aiming for on Rosh Hashanah? And Yom Kippur, Hashivenu Avinu Sacha. So the simcha is that there's more, there's more mitzvahs in the world, there's more kvot shemayim, there's more Torah being learned that is appropriate during a Seris Nechuva. And that's, that's one approach to a, a bar mitzvah. Um, but that's not what the Mepharshim say. That's not the mainstream shot. The mainstream shot is something very beautiful. There's a Muggin of Rum in source number 10. The, bar, the, shul, the Shulchan Aruch says nothing about bar mitzvah. The Shulchan Aruch just talks about the bracha of Baruch Shep Tarani, which is a fascinating bracha. There's a big machokas with Shemu Malchus, without Shemu Malchus, but that's all the Shulchan Aruch says. On that Shulchan Aruch, the Magen of in source 10, says, Mitzvah, it's a few words in, Mitzvah, Allah Adam, Lasus Suda, Biyom, Shenasu, Bino, Bar Mitzvah. There's a Mitzvah. Not just a nice thing, not just like a concession. It's a mitzvah to make a suda on the day that he became a bar mitzvah. Kiyom shenichnas l'chuppah. And we'll talk about that at the end of this year. What does that have to do with a chuppah? Okay, you make a party at a wedding, you make a party at a bar mitzvah, and what? You're not getting married, Moshe, yet. Um, what's. What? Uh, it's smachlokas rishonim, whether it's a mitzvah to get married or the mitzvah to get married is just a stepping stone, a heksher mitzvah for Purvu. But what exactly is the connection to wedding? We'll come back to that. But says the Magen Avram, there's a mitzvah to make a suda on the day. 
And he says, if it's not on the day, then if the Bachar Habar Mitzvah gives a drasha, then even that party can become a Sudas Mitzvah. The real Sudas Mitzvah is on the day, the actual Bobayom. Where does he get... Yeah. Interesting. The Benish Chai says that, see, there wouldn't be a bracha, there's no mitzvah per se, but the bracha you could ask on is Shechianu. Why doesn't he say Shechianu v'kiyamanu v'gyanu l'azman hazeh? That's an excellent question. We get to the, the Yom Tovim, we say Shechianu. Why not a bar mitzvah? Some say, no, this isn't an answer, this just strengthens your question. Some say that the bar mitzvah boy, when he wears his new suit, or his new hat, and he says a shachiano. Not, not everyone today says a shachiano on a new suit, but if he has a new suit, he says a shachiano. Have in mind that shachiano, the kiyonu, the yano, is on his head, that I'm becoming a bar mitzvah. But that doesn't answer your question. That actually strengthens your question. Why isn't there a shachiano? I don't have a good answer for that. It could be, it could be that if he doesn't do right, then it's not shachiano, the kiyonu, the yano, is on his head. But you don't want to tell <laughs> you don't want to tell the kid you, you, maybe hold off on a shachiano to see to see if you're going to wake up for shachers on, on Sunday. Yeah, so we've actually had many bar mitzvahs in the shul during Aseris and Meshuva. It is the shortest parish in the Torah in Vayelach, so it's a very popular parish to supposed to end in the summer. <laughs> I can tell you in the past, Rabbi Luban always takes the Haftorah for Shabbat Shuvah for himself, and for any bar mitzvah that we've had in the shul, he's usually doch has kavod, and he lets the bar mitzvah boy do it. And I actually think it's a very powerful statement. Because the Rav Mitzvah boy just became a Kabbalah old mitzvos, and he's already saying Shuva Lashem. Beautiful. But he just became. So it goes to show that you know maybe in the short time they just became, maybe he did something maybe he did he went astray maybe he did something wrong. I think it sends a powerful message to the shul and to everyone else that, that this Rav Mitzvah boy who just is Kabbalah, he's already doing beautiful Shuvah right out of the gate. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, it doesn't obligate. You. I'd be more yeah, happy no, to no, give no, it up no. for Rav Mitzvah. <laughs> that, 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 that's not an issue. So where is this, where is this Magen Avram get this from? And why should there really be a difference between the day that he becomes Bar Mitzvah or three days later? Right? If you learn like we've been learning until now, that the Simcha is, there's another Jew learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. So who cares if it's the Bo Bayom or if it's three days later? Right? You, you, can't, you can't, we push off Purim, right? If it's the, we push off Yom Tov. Why does it matter if it actually is the Bo Bayom? So it comes from a, a very... Interesting, Yamshel Shlomo from a Gemara. Take a look at this Gemara in Source 11. The Gemara, it's a Gemara in Baba Kama, it's also a Gemara in Kiddushin. The Gemara is coming on the heels of the well-known story of Dama ben Nesina. If you remember, the Gemara says that Dama ben Nesina was a non-Jew in Ashkelon, and his father, um, there were keys, right? They had the Avanim for the ephod. The keys were under his father's pillow, his father was sleeping, the Chachamim came, they knocked on the door, they wanted to, they offered him a lot of money, and he didn't want to wake up his father for Kibbut Aveim. Unbelievable, the next year there was a, he got rewarded, and a para Duma was born into his flock, and he made the money that he, would, that he otherwise lost the year before. The Gemara says, if he gets reward, and he wasn't obligated, because the Nanju was not obligated in Kibbut Aveim, Allah has come of the Kama, us, who are obligated, because we know the rule, Godol HaMetsuva V'yoseh, 
Counterintuitive, one is rewarded more when they're obligated than when they do something optional or by their own volition. Why is that? It's not, it's not for now. You get more reward when you're obligated in something. So on that Gemara, take a look, source number 11. Amr of Yosef. A very interesting Gemara. Now, one background information. There's a machlokes between Rabbi Yehuda and the Chachamim, whether a blind individual is potter for mitzvos or chayav in mitzvos. Rabbi Yehuda says a blind person is potter in all mitzvos say, and the Chachamim say a blind person is chayav in mitzvos. So says the Gemara, Omer of Yosef, and what do we know about Rabbi Yosef? Rabbi Yosef was blind. Omer of Yosef, Meresh hava amina. Initially, I thought, Man da Omer halacha Rabbi Yehuda, the one who says that the halacha follows Rabbi Yehuda, that a blind person is potter in mitzvos, he's exempt, Damar suma potter mina mitzvos, ka'avidna yoma tova I would make a yontif, which Rosh says is a party. I would make a party if you told me that the halacha is a blind person is exempt from mitzvos. Why? Why would I make a party? My time, I'm not obligated, and I'm doing mitzvos. So if Yosef did mitzvos, so I'm going to make a huge party because I'm exempt and I'm doing mitzvos. Unbelievable, I'm going to get such a schar. But he says, Hashta deshamas lahadar b'chanina. Now that I heard Rabbi Chanina, the Amr Chanina, God do you get more reward if you're obligated. So who do I want to be right now? Man the Amr li ain't Allah Yehuda. The one who says Allah is not like Rabbi Yehuda. The Allah is like the Chachamim that you're chayav in mitzvos. Avid na yoma tavel rabbanon. I'll make a party for the rabbanon. Why? Tchiv mifkadina. I'm obligated. Isli igratvei. I get more reward. So Rabbi Yosef says, if you're going to tell me the Lacha follows the Chachamim, that a blind individual is obligated in the mitzvot, I'm going to make a massive party. Yom Tov Rabban, I'm going to make a yontif. Why? Because I'm obligated, and I'm doing it, I get a tremendous amount of schar. So it comes along the Yom Shel Shlomo, and the Yom Shel says, wait a second. Nothing changed in Rabbi Yosef. He's obligated. But because he found out that he would get more reward, what would he do? He would make a party. So if you have a bar mitzvah boy who's going from not chayav to chayav, think about all the schar he's going to get, you make a party. Right? Moshe, next, next well, Thursday, next Wednesday afternoon, you're going to learn. And you're going to get schar. But you're an Eidim Mitzvah Yosef, you're not chayav. They're abundant. You're going to do keep it up aim. You better. You're going to get some schar. You're going to dive a mincha. You're going to get some schar. But now, Myra comes. Every mitzvah you do, you're a mitzvah of Yosef. Kalvachomer, Chanina was going to make a party, not changing his status, just finding out that you get more schar. So actually, you're going to make a party because of the schar that you're going to get, because now you're chayav in mitzvahs. That's what the Yam Shol Shlomo says. You can take a look at it later in source number 13. And this is the way many of the Mepharshim, the Machs Shekel explains the Magen of Ram and others, the party is because you are becoming chayav in mitzvahs. And when you're chayav, give me one second, when you're chayav in mitzvahs, you get more schar, you get more reward, 
and therefore it's worthwhile to make a party. Making a party because you're going to be receiving a tremendous amount of reward from being chayav in mitzvos. Yes? Does this prove that the party itself is like a social mitzvah or not? It, it's... Because Rabbi Yossi never said that it was going to be a social mitzvah, just this conversation. You're saying, how does that prove that it's a suda's mitzvah? I'm going to guess, is because what's the words he used? Have avidna yoma tovel rabbanon. What does that mean, a yom tov? Our meal is on yantif. Yantif is a, is a mitzvah. Right? Your yantif meal is, is, is a suda's mitzvah. So I'm assuming the Yom Shoshoma gets it because of the fact. Now, Rav Avadya Yosef actually. What? It says, Lama Yikra Suda's mitzvah. Yeah. Yeah, and he says over there where it's underlined, Shirai Lasso's Yom Tov. I think it's coming from, from Yom Tov. Um, that's referring to when it's not the right day. But if it's three days later, so what's the party? The status already changed. So that's why he says that the Bar Mitzvah boy says a Dvar Torah, says a Drasha. So then, even though it's not the actual Bo Bayom, that's why in a, lot of, in a lot of circles, they're very particular to make the, the Suda on the actual day of the Bar Mitzvah. That's in line with this Yam Shel Shlomo. If it's four days later, if it's a week later, or in, in some cases, six weeks earlier, so nothing's changing. My brother made a Bar Mitzvah this past Sunday in Baltimore, the six weeks before his son's Bar Mitzvah. You still have maybe the, you still have maybe the Ben Ishchai, that it's about more Jews, uh, doing uh, mitzvahs or an excuse to have a party, I'm not sure. But that's the way the Yam Shel Shlomo explains. It's the change of status from potter to, to chayav and the tremendous schar that a person's going to get. Give me two minutes. I had the following thought that I wanted to add on. It's interesting. This is Rav Yosef. Who else in Shas or where else in Shas do we find a big su'uda, a yontif being made? Anyone know? What, what, what scenario? Where, where are Dafyomi learners? If you're not Dafyomi learner, you can just cheat and look at the next source in the, the packet. <laughs> source number 15. Look at this, look at this Gemara. Abaye says, Tasty Lee, I want my reward to be when I get to Shemayim. Dechi chazina tsurva meirabonim deshalom mesechte. Abaye says, when I see the young scholars who finished the Masechta, Avidna, same words, Yoma, Tava, L'Rabbanon. I'll make a Yom Tov to L'Rabbanon. It's interesting, Abaye was a Talmud Muvhak of Rav Yosef. Abaye was a Talmud Muvhak of Rav Yosef. How do I know that? Because the Gemara Kedushin says that Abaye said, when I see the ear of Rav Yosef's Chamor, I would stand up. Kovat Arav, it was a Rebbe Muvak. By Rebbe Muvak, once you see the Rebbe Muvak, you have to stand up. If it's not a Rebbe Muvak, it's only Dal Amos. When I see the ear of the donkey of Rav, Yosef, of Rav Yosef, I would stand up. And the post can actually bring you proof from there that if the Talmud Chacham is blind, you still have to stand up. Even though he doesn't see you, stand up. Abai is standing up for Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef can't see. Okay, that's an interesting point. But it's interesting that Abaye was a Talmud of Rabbi Yosef, 
Rabbi Yosef made a great Yom Tov Rabban on the Suda for Bar Mitzvah. Abaye understood, I guess, from him this idea of a Suda Yom Tov, and he made a Yom Tov a Suda on a Siyam. I saw an unbelievable insight, I believe, of the Belzer Rebbe as to why is it Yom Tov Rabbanon? If you look back in source 15, Abaye says, when we finish a Masechta, I'm going to make a Yom Tov Rabbanon. Why the Rabbanon? So he explains that those who learn, those who are Tamili Chechamim, they understand that a Siyam is not a completion only of what you've learned. It's a trigger to learn more. When a person finishes a Masechta and they realize, wow, I can now learn the next Masechta and my, the rest of my learning will be enhanced because I learned this Masechta, they appreciate what a Siyam is. It's not just a recognition of the past. If you focus too much on the past, it blinds you from the future. So I would make a Yom Tov to the Rabbanon because they understand that a Siyam gives you more of a Cheshek and a drive to learn. I was thinking that Rav Yosef uses the same language for his case, which is our source for our mitzvah. Hava vidna yoma tova l'rabbanon. It's the Rabbanon, it's those who are into Torah and mitzvahs who appreciate that the bar mitzvah, it's not, oh, I finished the, st- the stage of being a katan and now I'm a gadol. It's what the future is going to bring. So the suda, the yom tov for the Rabbanon is because of the future, all the Torah and the mitzvahs that the child is going to learn. And that is really the, the classic um, explanation of the Bar Mitzvah, based on that Gemara, that's a change of status. The child's going from Potter to Chayav, and as a Bar Chiyuva, there's an endless schar, and we celebrate that schar. I had put you on hold a, a little while ago. So I believe there is an opinion that says you need what's called me'es le'es, meaning the exact time. And right, because sometimes it can be less than the child was born uh, today at 7.30 p.m. His bar mitzvah is going to be 9, you know, 9 o'clock p.m. the day before. I believe that 13 in a day, it, that is the, it is that first day. You don't need a full day. It's on the first day of his 14th year. It is. That is. That is. Because this, that, is the, that is your first day. Right? He, Moshe was born on Yud Tammuz um, almost 13 years ago. So on, when you hit Yud Tammuz, he's starting his 14th year. I don't believe so. But that's always uh, it's an issue. But it's an issue for the bris milah. More importantly, but that does become an issue. I want to just take a few minutes to right. You have a problem with shabbos. I want to take a few minutes just to discuss this idea of it's like a day of the chuppah because that seems like a funny, a funny connection. It's a, it's a it's a beautiful thing. More mitzvahs, more Torah, the change in status, the schar. But why does the Magen Avram says kiyom hachupa? It happens to be it comes from the Zohar that the day of the bar mitzvah, you, the tzaddikim would make a suda kiyoma the salak Like the day 
that you go to chuppah. And what, what, what connection is there? It happens to be that people took this connection seriously. I read a story that one time Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky, went to a bar mitzvah of someone he was connected with, son, and when he was leaving, the bar mitzvah boy uh, and his father walked Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky out. Like, you know, the God of the door came, you want to walk him out, escort him out. So when they were walking him out, Rabbi Chaim turned around and he said to the bar mitzvah boy, you don't have to walk me out because chasan domelamelech, we spoke about this in the wedding customs Thursday Night Live. Uh, the chassan is like a melech, like a king. And it's not the way for the king to go outside and escort other people. If a bar mitzvah boy is like a chassan, it means the bar mitzvah boy has the status of a, of a melech. It happens to be that for my older son, Yechiel's bar mitzvah, I put together a small kuntras on some halachas of bar mitzvah, and I had sent a letter to Rav Asher Weiss with a bunch of shaylas. And if you take a look in source number 21, I just... Scanned it from there. I asked him at the end of the, tru- the Shaila to give a bracha to my son, and he writes, Bikesh mimeni kvo toraso, levarich es chasan hamitzvos. You asked me to give a bracha to the chasan hamitzvos. He's calling the bar mitzvah the chasan hamitzvos. And in fact, if you remember, which I'm sure you do, at Yechiel's bar mitzvah, during the Yamod, they didn't do a habachar habar mitzvah, they did a chasan habar mitzvah. Um, it's called by great mefarshim, chasan. Now, lest you think this is just shtick, you ready for this? I'm not sure if the shul's ready to change this minog. I can't imagine anyone would have a hard time. Ravad Yosef has a tshuva, and he quotes around a dozen mefarshim who say that a bar mitzvah boy is present. What should we not do? No tachan. Okay, there's going to be a petition to change the show. Moshe's Bar Mitzvah's Thursday. Get out of Hold out for more money, Moshe. You'll, you'll charge them. The early minute will pay you more. We love Tachanun here. Um, Rabbi Vadi, you can take a look at later in Source 22. He quotes many Achronim. And in fact, Roshomu Zalman Paskin's that way. Roshomu Zalman Arabach Paskind at his grandson's Bar Mitzvah. No Tachanun. Even in the whole... If there's a shul, there's a hole, and like we have sometimes with the bris mila, a hole is taking place, no time. It's a chassan. He's like a chassan. The same way that a chassan exempts you, he's taking it very literally. In fact, and I don't have a good answer for this, there was once a Shabbos, there was a bar mitzvah boy there, which happens a lot, and people got up and they said the same way that you or Shomu say, you shouldn't say tachnim, we should skip avarachnim. Skip Avarachmim. Avarachmim and Tachmim. When there's a chassan, there's no Avarachmim. Don't do Avarachmim. So they bring the story down. It's in Source 23, the last page. And for Shomu Zalman, they skipped Avarachmim. The Shlilat Seaboard did Ashrei. And even in Shomu Zalman's Shul, they don't ask him, right? They skipped Avarachmim. They went right to Ashrei. And they were done. Shomu Zalman got up and he said, Go back and do Avarachmim. Go back and do Avarachmim. He says, you, you can't make your own extensions, extrapolations. It's different. There's a different, there's a difference between Tachan and Avarachim. Now, why is it different? I don't know. It doesn't say in the safe I brought this down. It seems to be pretty compelling if you're going to skip Tachan, skip Avarachim also. So I don't have a good shot. But the point I'm trying to bring out is that this connection between Bar Mitzvah and Chasan, which is almost like a throwaway line in the Magen of Rum, 
it was taken seriously by Rav Chaim Kanievsky and Rav Asher Weiss, and Halakha Lamaisa, Rav Avadya quotes many, 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 many Akronim who skipped Tachnun. Now, that doesn't explain to us what's the shot. In what way is he like a chasan? You tell me that a chasan now has, has more mitzvahs because he's married, and so to the bar mitzvah boy has more mitzvahs. That's, I think it's weak. So I'd like to suggest, I'd like to suggest the following shot. My own, I wouldn't call it a chiddush, but my own idea, you take it or leave it, you can tell me what you think. Why do we call it a bar mitzvah? What do we call a person who speaks a lot of Lashon Hara? We don't know. A Baal Lashon Hara. What do we call a person who does a lot of Averas? A Baal Avera. You've heard that phrase, a Baal Avera, a Baal Lashon Hara. Why don't we call it a Baal Mitzvah? Unless you tell me there's a difference between the bad we call a Baal, a Baal Lashon Hara, and a Baal Avera, but the good we call a Bar Mitzvah, what's the kasha on that? Someone does a lot of Chesed is called? A Baal Chesed, not a Bar Chesed. Someone's got great Midos, what do we call them? A Baal Midos. So we have a Baal Avera, a Baal Ashenara, a Baal Midos, a Baal, a Baal Chesed. Why is it called a Bar Mitzvah? So marriage you tell me because the Gematria Bar Mitzvah is, is 102. I'm, and, I'm, I'm still working that out. But we call, we call, we call Bar Mitzvah Bar Chiyuv. Right? So it comes from that Bar. bar he, okay. Bar so I would, I would say to you, if I'm in the base marriage, he Gufa. So he, that itself explains to me why. Why, why is, there's a lot, of, a lot of explanations, okay? A bar means a son, and with a mitzvah, you're forever connected, okay? That didn't talk to me, because a bar, called a bar chesed. So I saw an explanation like this. In Aramaic, what does the word bar mean? On the outside. The Gemara has by hitter uh, mitzvah, shlish mi bar. Bar means on the outside. It means... Is, is, is not, not you, others, on the, on the outside, not from within. One way to explain that is that a, a bar mitzvah now could positively impact others' mitzvah observance. You have nine people and a 12-year-old, no minion. Well, one sheep done the Gemara, fine, but we pass you no minion. And when it becomes 13, now other people could have a minion. You have a zimun. So he affects other people's mitzvahs. I think it's more than that. Now that you become a bar mitzvah, you're a gadol. The definition of a gadol is someone who looks out to other people. You have achrayish now. You have responsibility. You as an adult can look out for the needs and be focused on other people. A bar mitzvah, because now that you're a gadol, it's not just that you're obligated to do your own mitzvahs, you're obligated to look out for other people, to take responsibility for the poor, the needy, and the, the oppressed. Maybe that's the connection to, to a chassan. A chassan now is no longer living for himself. He has someone else to worry about. He's living with someone else. He's caring for someone else. He's providing for someone else. We're telling the bar mitzvah boy, you are like a chassan. Now, you don't have a kala, but you have all of Kala Yisrael to worry about. Bar. Bar means on the outside, looking out for other people. So maybe that's the idea, that's the connection to Bar Mitzvah. It's a celebration of, the, of, of Torah and Mitzvah, so the Ben Ishchai. It's a celebration because now there's a tremendous schar, the schar that Bar Mitzvah boy is going to get for every single Mitzvah. Unbelievable, the Yamsha Shlomo, but also 
maybe the added simcha, like a chasen, is that now you have bar. Now you have to think about other people, you take responsibility for other people. And Moshe, we hope you will look out for other people. You'll do mitzvahs and you'll learn, you'll get tremendous schar, and we'll be happy, celebrate your mitzvahs, but we'll also watch you focused on bar, not just yourself. As a bar mitzvah, like a chasan, you think about other people. And if you do that, you'll bring tremendous nachas to your parents, your grandparents, the entire shul, and all of Kal Yisrael. Mazel tov, shkoyach. Have a good night. We'll dive in in 60 seconds.